It is November 9th, 2022, and welcome to episode 148 of Fault Lines, the National Security Institute's podcast that gets you up to speed three times a week on the national security and foreign policy debates shaking up America. It is the day after the midterm elections, which all told, from an operational perspective, went better than expected, in that we haven't seen massive claims of voter fraud along the lines of the claims we saw around the last elections. There is still a possibility that they crop up as we head into a few election contests. Meanwhile, on Monday, the day before the midterms, the powerful Russia businessman, Yevgeny Prigozhin, appears to have admitted that Russia interfered in U.S. elections and that it will interfere in American elections going forward. Specifically in comments posted by his company on the Russian equivalent of Facebook and cross-posts on Telegram, Prigozhin argued that Russia not only interfered, but that they interfered carefully, precisely, and had an impact on American elections. Now, while Prigozhin has no official post in in the Russian government, he's known to be very close to Putin, He's been colloquially referred to as Putin's chef, as his company, uh, Concord, has a number of contracts to cater events uh, in the Kremlin for the Russian armed forces. But more importantly, Prigozhin runs a Russian troll farm called the Internet Research Agency that's been indicted by the Department of Justice for its involvement in influencing the 2016 elections, and allegations have been made about its influence in 2020 and 2018 as well. Now, some have claimed that Prigozhin's comments may not have been serious, that the U- but the fact of the matter is that US, the U.S. government has brought charges against him, We have sanctioned him, as have the British and the Europeans. And the fact of the matter is, we know the Russians are engaged. Les, how concerned should we be about Russian interference in U.S. elections? And what, if anything, should the U.S. government do about what we now, what is now admitted Russian interference? Well, I think we should be paying attention to what Russians say, but we should be mindful that they are lying. Prigozhin is lying to us. What I'm more concerned about than Russian lies is the willingness of Americans to try to use those lies for political advantage. We're going to hear all kinds of stories from the Republicans about voter fraud. We're going to hear all kinds of stories from Democrats about voter suppression. The vast majority of those claims are nonsense. Our elections are are perfectly legitimate. They are well executed. They are things that we can have faith in. They produce good results. Our democracy is actually very healthy. The fact that we're treating it like a political football is not great, but I recognize that that's a legitimate thing to do, and we've done it for years in our elections. This is not new. But we should all be mindful the Russians are trying to lie to us and get inside our heads. Frankly, I think the best thing we can do at the end of the day is laugh at people like Yevgeny Prigozhin. So, so Les, like, I, I'm not going to disagree that we have safe elections, but I think, you know, we have valid examples of Russian interference in previous elections and potentially in the midterms from yesterday. So identifying and explaining to the American public what the Russians may be doing is extremely important to understand so they can understand the context of which they're voting. I know, you know, it runs up against kind of the partisan realities that you're describing, Les, but sticking our hands in the sand about what the Russians are doing and potentially other nation state adversaries, I don't think that's smart. Look, there's no question the Russians try to manipulate our, our elections. But do that, does it actually matter? Does $100,000 worth of ads on Facebook, is that going to change someone's vote? I don't think so. Folks, we need to keep this in perspective. The Russians use the idea of their, uh, in, their interference more than the interference itself. They're getting inside our heads. We shouldn't let them. We should laugh at their efforts. At the end of the day, the Russians are a gnat on the American windshield. I think this is hilarious. Les, I think, I think you might have missed that thing that happened a couple of years ago on January 6th, where Americans attacked the Capitol because they were, they believed that elections had been manipulated. You know why that happened, Les, and why we had that, that horrific event? Because Americans' perceptions about what was going on in our system were influenced by nation state actors like the Russians. 
The Russians are trying to drive dissension in America. They've succeeded at it. They've amped up our politics into a place where things are very nasty. It's not just us doing it to ourselves. It is Russians and Chinese and Irans and North Koreans. We need to call that out. We need to hold them accountable. And your idea somehow that they've had no impact is belied by the fact that we had an insurrection at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. It's like you missed the headlines. Where were you last week on January 6th? So January 6th was terrible. The people who did it have been arrested. They're being prosecuted. Many of them are in jail. That's exactly where they should be. Folks, do not believe claims of voter fraud and voter suppression. Those people did. They did stupid stuff, and now they're going to pay. We shouldn't do that. Do not take the Russians seriously. If they're if they actually try to cyber attack our systems, great. Let's identify it. Let's thwart it. Let's punish them. At the end of the day, Americans decide whether our our elections are legitimate or not. Let's not be fooled by these liars. They're trying to manipulate us. Don't let them. So let's on one hand, you've got let's not listen to Russian lies. But it seems like you're also conceding that. The U.S. government, we need to be helping, providing resources, financing to state and local election officials so that they can run safe elections. That's true, right? Both of those are happening? Are you arguing for both? Sure, and that's already happening. Yes. So I don't understand, Les, but on one hand, you say um, we should take, we we should acknowledge that the Russians are trying to manipulate us. But we shouldn't hold them accountable for that, right? Hey, don't understand. Like Americans should should know they're doing something to try to manipulate. Jamil, us. they are. Jamil, you and I, you and I both know Yevgeny Prigozhin was indicted by the U.S. justice system. That doesn't matter. It's not like he's going to come over here and let us arrest him. So we can we can put sanctions on him. We can we can indict him. That's fine. It's not really going to matter at the end of the day. What we really ought to do to stay on on balance here is to say to him, "You're a joke." None of this stuff is going to work. We're too smart for you. Don't try to get inside our heads. We laugh at you. Except it turns out that it actually does work. It does work. It's made American elections more nasty. The Russians are succeeding. And until we call it out and hold them accountable and put significant pressure on them to stop messing with our elections, we are not going to get past this. I agree with you, Les. Of course, Americans should defend the sanctity of our system. Of course, we should admit that, in fact, massive voter fraud isn't taking place. There is voter fraud. It is real, by the way, Les. It's not, it's not like some big, big joke just made up by political parties. It's a real thing. We should combat it, right? But we should also recognize that it's not so massive as to change, fundamentally change elections. And the Russians haven't successfully manipulated votes or voting booths in our, in our precincts, as far as we're aware, or certainly not a scale that would matter, right? But they have influenced our political system and your claim that they haven't or that it's not effective and we should hold them accountable is just unbelievable. I mean it's like it's like a blinker view of reality Jess wait less so yeah last week you were all about shaming the Europeans and all of a sudden we can't get you to admit you don't want to shame the Russians which leads me which makes me worry because we know that China had you know a limited number of operations uh, in election interference in the last elections and in the, in the last presidential it makes me worried about if we're sticking our hand in the sand if about the Russians, what China, what what we're opening the door for Chinese operations in the future. We, 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 first of all, I don't think you can shame Russians. They're not, uh, they don't have the capacity to be shamed. (laughs) What we can do is laugh at them and mock them. They are losing a war to the Ukrainians. They try to manipulate our elections. It doesn't work unless we let it and we shouldn't let them, let them do it. Don't let them get inside your heads. Laugh this stuff off, people. The Russians are trying to manipulate us. Don't let them. We should be, we can argue about all the stuff we want in our own political system. That's fine. That's great. That's healthy. Let's keep doing it. And if we ever stop doing it, that'd be a shame. We should keep arguing with each other. We should laugh at the Russians. I'm not for shaming them. I'm for laughing at them. 
of course we should defend our electoral system, but the idea that we should not hold them accountable is just, it's, it's, I mean, I think Jess is exactly right. How do you deter anybody else if you just laugh at everybody? It's like, oh, somebody attacked us. We'll just laugh at them. We'll just mock them and it'll, that'll deter them. I mean, it's just, well, how are you, how are you, how are you going, Jamil, how are you going to deter them? We've slapped tons of sanctions on them. We've indicted them. None of that stuff actually stops there. These crazy statements that Evgeny Prigozhin puts out, these lies, these blatant attempts to get inside our heads. Let's just start laughing at them. That will actually stop it. Well, we should just give up. So less the less for the give up for the give up caucus. Got it. That's a wrap, folks. Thanks to Gabriel Otis, Rana Sai, and Claude Jennings for helping their help with producing today's episode. Join us again this upcoming Friday for the next installment of Fault Lines, our podcast that gets you smart fast on the national security debates shaking up America.